0: From the news desk of Farming Portal and Agri-Newsnet, South Africa must reinvigorate sorghum as a key food before it's lost. The world's food systems have developed in a way that is not serving health and sustainability. People are increasingly eating industrially produced foods that are low in nutrients and high in fats and sugars. For example, in South Africa between 2005 and 2010, sales of snack bars, ready meals and noodles all rose by more than 40%. These are associated with increasing levels of obesity and diet-related non-communicable diseases like diabetes. The diets of people living in poverty are typically monotonous, dominated by refined cereals with impacts on nutrition, especially for children. Healthy diets remain unaffordable for most South Africans. The way food is produced, processed, and transported also has environmental impacts. Among these are loss of biodiversity, high levels of water extraction and greenhouse gas emissions. At the heart of the food system's problems is a lack of diversity. Power is consolidated in the hands of a few mega-corporations. Growing single crops in a big area makes them susceptible to shocks. And the world relies on four main staple crops, wheat, rice, maize and soybean, to meet most food needs. In our research project on sustainable and healthy food systems, we set out to explore some options. We looked at the South African, English, and Indian food systems and how they could become more sustainable, healthy and fair. We explored how to make these systems more diverse by growing local and indigenous foods. We found that the benefits and value of indigenous foods in the African context have not been fully understood. Knowledge of how to use these foods is being lost from one generation to the next. Sorghum is one of the most important cereal grains for food consumption in Africa. Africa is the world regional leader in total production of sorghum at 25.6 million tons, but it has the average lowest yield at 967 kilograms per hectare. It is indigenous to the continent's savannas and there is archaeological evidence in the Sahara of the use of sorghum dating back 8,000 years. Sorghum is as nutritious as maize and has high drought tolerance. This makes it a resilient option for farmers to plant under changing climatic conditions. As well as traditional beer, the Sawana people of South Africa also make a fermented porridge from sorghum. Despite these benefits and traditional significance, production of sorghum in South Africa has declined, with a peak of around 700,000 tons in the 1980s to a low of 100,000 in the later 2010s. You are listening to a podcast from our international news desk. There is also a need to overcome its perception as a backward or poor man's food, and its association with drunkenness, which was reinforced during apartheid to denigrate indigenous food and traditional practices. From encounters with a range of South Africans connected through sorghum by either its consumption, processing or production, we learned of three key interventions that could be made to reinvigorate this food. They involve availability, affordability, and appeal. There is a need to focus research on improving sorghum production in collaboration with small-scale farmers to allow them to adapt to new local conditions under climate change. This can also improve yields to be more competitive with maize, which has globally received a lot more research funding for crop improvement. Making sorghum a zero-rated tax foodstuff so that it can compete with maize on the shelf could make it more competitive. As a rough comparison, the cheapest house-brand Mabel meal product in one retailer's online store is 27 Rand for 2 kg, whereas a brand of maize meal is 22 Rand for 2.5 kg. Our research highlights that a strong cultural link to sorghum remains in South Africa. If an enabling policy environment for research and innovation could be broadly interpreted, this might invigorate a richer engagement with sorghum. Not just as a commodity but as a culturally significant food that could help build resilience in local food systems. This was a podcast from our international news desk in Los Angeles, California.